0: Okay, good. Well, wh- what are some of the other uh, roadblocks, mistakes, self-sabotage?
1: Great. Well, let's talk about that. One thing, I'm trying to figure out where to start. There's so many of them.
0: Yeah, uh, well, why don't you maybe try to prioritize them based on some of the ones that you feel are more common or cause bigger problems, maybe, do more damage? Yeah. Here's
1: one that people don't think about, and it's what I call the time tax. Have you heard of that?
0: No, I'm not familiar with that.
1: So the time tax, let's say I'm setting a goal to work out for an hour a day and I plan my day and schedule my day. What people tend to do is forget the time tax and the time tax are all the little things that use up our time during the day that we don't think about. For example, when you go to turn on your computer people say well I'm gonna go sit down, turn on my computer and go to work. Well I don't know about you but my computer takes two minutes to turn on and so by the time I'm sat down, turn my computer on three minutes are already gone. Okay, That's a little time tax. The time it takes to get the car started up and heated or the time it takes to actually make breakfast in the morning rather than just eating it. Right. And so when people set their goals, they've got to take into account all these little teeny taxes that eat their time. The other thing that happens, kind of the next one which is joined with this, is that people don't have environments that support their goals. So if you've got the goal to work on a project or your goal is to build your wealth. If your environment doesn't support you, it's not going to happen as well, meaning if you've got a desk where you can't find things right, or okay. you've got equipment that doesn't quite work. In coaching, we call those tolerations. They're the little things that trip you up and slow you down.
0: That's an interesting point. And what I see based on what you just said is even if it doesn't prevent you from achieving the goal, it will at least make you take a much longer time to achieve it. What are some ways we can kind of tie this to some health-related issues or health-related goals? So let's say weight loss, because that's a pretty common one. If somebody is working on trying to lose weight, how does the time tax and the, the other one, the environment, how can we kind of use, you know, give some examples of that?
1: So the time tax comes in, and I would even back up. This is another way that people trip themselves up on their way to their goals. I'm going to answer your question directly, but people set goals that are just too big to start with. There's no logical connection between where they are and where they want to be. So if I woke up tomorrow and said I want to run 10 miles, I could never really do it. If I did, I could do it once, and I would be in pain for the rest of the week, or I'd hurt myself. The thing that happens with the time tax is that people actually try to schedule in big chunks, to do things and all these accumulated little they schedule in big chunks to work out exercise and do things and all these little things that steal their time end up having them rushing around and they never feel like they've got a solid period of time to sit down and do their project or do their exercise or whatever they need to do
0: right no yeah and actually that's one of the things I have personally experienced and realized over the years is that we try to do too many things in one day
1: exactly
0: I mean wait like exactly. I, I, I find that at this point in my life I've almost tried to cut things in half just so I don't feel like I'm constantly racing from one thing to the next stressed out driving all fast irritated because there's traffic and realize that there's only so many hours a day and I don't want to spend them stressed out and racing around feeling frazzled I'd much rather enjoy my day and take my time and get less done but be more focused when I am working on something and when I am doing something be more focused at it and I've actually found I As crazy as it seems, I get more done now by trying to accomplish fewer things in a day than when I used to have a huge list that I would never get everything done.
1: Well, it seems that you get more done by doing less. Yes. And, you know, along with that, And it's in my experience of when people want to gain fitness or really hit a target weight or they want to build their income or become more successful at their jobs or write a book or any of these things we watch people do, we've had some clients that have produced plays, started foundations. The key thing really, and this is where people trip themselves up again, is to say Oh, well, I've got to wait till I can carve out some time. The minute I hear that phrase, carve out some time, right. I know that this person is not going to hit their goal. What I would look for and what people really need to think about here is that when you're going for a goal is how can you break it down into little steps that you can do on a regular basis? Right. For example, and you know, you're the fitness expert, not me, but the idea would be it's better to exercise 10 minutes a bunch of times during a day rather than trying to find an hour and a half.
0: Absolutely. And, and I personally exercise that way myself because it's one, easier to fit into my right. you know, my fairly busy schedule. But two, I feel better about it. I don't feel bad if I miss it because I'll fit it in somewhere else because it's easy to do. And like you said, the time tax thing, what I thought about when you said that was people who try to schedule an hour long workout at a gym, they've got to drive 15 to 30 minutes to get there. Exactly. They've got, to, they've got to change and get into their fancy workout clothes. Right. And then they work out, then they got to change, shower and change and get all dressed up again again, so nobody sees them looking, you know, silly or sweaty. Next thing you know, it's two and a half, three hours they've spent of their day just to get in an hour's worth of exercise. Yeah. And you're so, so
1: on target, and nobody can do that unless that's really their only job.
0: Right, yeah. And or or unless they, they rush around then, frazzled, and then they're wondering why they're rushing. Well, maybe it's because you spent two or three hours trying to fit in exercise when you could have chunked it down, like you said. You wouldn't be frazzled. You wouldn't be stressed and racing around trying to get to the gym, and you'd be able to do other things. You know, and so, that, like I said, I personally do that. I'll actually give you a quick example. Yeah, please. I find it very difficult to fit long, like I said, structured workouts into my schedule with seven kids and multiple businesses. It's pretty difficult to set aside an hour in any given day, even if it was one day a week, to just exercise. Mm-hmm. And so, so what I do is I do shorter workouts, anywhere from five to 15 minutes, typically. An example was yesterday, we actually as a family went out on a family bike ride. I went rollerblading and tried to keep up with everybody on the bike. <laughs> but so that was one way I, I got, you know, I got at least 20, 30 minutes of rollerblading in, then went to the playground in the middle of that with our kids and jumped up on top of the swings and did some pull-ups and did some dips on the playground. And then later in the day, I, you know, I had to do some, some work around the house and in the garage. And in between that, I jumped up on my pull-up bar and did some more pull-ups. And in addition to that, I also will of course have you know, more structured workouts like mountain biking and martial arts and things like that. But all in all, like you said, I do shorter workouts because it's more realistic. Like I said, I feel better about it. If I skip the workout, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to be all upset about it. I'm not going to let it ruin my day or even ruin my week. Some people, like you said, get so caught up in having to commit to this large thing when they can't do it, it ruins them for almost a week. Then they feel like, oh, that's it. I'm just going to, this week screwed. I'm just going to eat like crazy and pig out and I'll start back up on
1: Monday. Exactly. This week is done. So now I can start over again. In fact, that's exactly why I do it. I do it too. I I break my routines into tiny little chunks, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I can always find time and especially, I'm sure that a lot of the people that will be listening to this interview travel, travel in their work. If you travel in your work to try and find a chunk of time to do something with all the time tax you have at home and all the things that happen to you when you're on the road, you're almost doomed to failure. Right. You know, I even have one of those things that you showed me, those bands.
0: Right, the exercise anywhere. Yeah, and I take those
1: with me in my suitcase so when I get to my hotel room, I can work out for 10 minutes, and, you know, 10 minutes on that is really great.
0: Right, and when it's short like that, you can find 10 minutes every day to do it. Exactly. And you're more likely to get it done. So, yeah, I definitely definitely recommend that. That's one of the things I teach people.